Hello and welcome to the simplicity of happiness when more is too much. This podcast offers tips and techniques for a better life. And here's your host, Flo. Hello and Thank you so much for the introduction, John. And before we come to the interview, which is today with the one and only GLD, John Lee Dumas from EO Fire, um, I'm going to, to give you a short intro as well for all of those of my listeners who have not joined the EO Fire movement and who have not heard one of your podcasts. I I started to listen to John quite a while ago when I when I started listening to English speaking podcasts as well and what I did was I went to the iTunes charge charts and I just listened to the most popular one which was EO Fire. So I, I gave it a try. And I found out that John is giving very good advice by interviewing the world's most interesting and most famous entrepreneurs. And they share their own vision and their own techniques, strategies to become a successful entrepreneur themselves. And since I always had a entrepreneurial mind and my own ideas, I thought that I'm giving it a try every now and then because JLD is actually recording or sending one podcast a day for the last years. So sometimes it got quite difficult for me to stay on track, listen to every single episode, but every time I did, it was some really nice nuggets in there. So I gave him a call and asked whether he would give me an interview talking about the simplicity of happiness. And for sure, yes, he did. And as you can tell, he also recorded the new intro for the Simplicity of Happiness show, which I'm very thankful for. So John, thank you for this, and just in case you don't know how big the podcast is, as I said before, John is the host of EO Fire, which is an award-winning podcast where he interviews today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And JLD has grown EO Fire into a million, no, a multi-million dollar a year business with over 1,500 interviews and 1.5 million monthly listeners. So if you want to know how to do podcasts, um, go to iTunes and look for JLD and there are some really nice uh, podcast trainings out there. He is also the author of The Freedom Journal and The Mastery Journal, two of the most funded publishing campaigns of all time on Kickstarter. Just all the magic happens at EO Fire. So, as John says, get ready to ignite. So, and as promised, here he is, John the Dumas from 
Entrepreneurs on Fire. Thank you so much for being here today, John. Flo, I am fired up to be here. There's no place I'd rather be. <laughs> that's that's the nicest words today. Thank <laughs> you so much. Um, you might uh, you might know that I promised uh, an interview with John some uh, some time before, um, and uh, as I am spending this winter in the sun, I think uh, so are you, John. Are you still in Puerto Rico? I'm in Puerto Rico where the sun is shining and the birds are singing. Yeah, that's nice since we have rainy season. So just in case the heavy rain starts here, I'm we are both still in paradise. John, um, as, uh, as I asked you before some, uh, some weeks ago, I am thrilled by your energy that you put into that podcast every single day. And I know how much effort it takes to keep focused day in, day out. And I think you can only do that when you really know what you want to do. So I'm questioning myself, did you always know that you want to do that? And if not, what brought you there? <laughs> no, I, 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 I was on a journey. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it wasn't just like I, I woke up and said, you know, I'm going to be a podcaster someday. It, it was a journey for me of struggles, of obstacles, of challenges, you know, trying law school, corporate finance, commercial real estate, kind of trying to find my way. And then finally, you know, just selling on the reality that, hey, I want to talk to inspiring people. And, you know, number one, I want to share those conversations with the world. And number two, these inspiring people probably won't talk to me unless, you know, I give them a good reason <laughs> to like a lot of other people to listen to them. So, you know, why not? Like, why not start a podcast? And I always loved podcasts, which was great. And um, I decided to, to launch a podcast where I thought that I could inspire others. And what did you do before? I, I know that we have kind of a similar um, background there and not starting with the podcasting right away. Can you give me a very brief um, view back what you did before podcasting? Yeah, so before podcasting, you know, I was just a country boy. I grew up, grew up in the state of Maine, and then I went to college on an Army ROTC scholarship. So post-college, I was an officer in the U.S. Army for four years active, then four years in the reserves. And during my reserve mm -hmm. time is when I tried law school and corporate finance and commercial real estate. And I just, number one, wasn't finding success, and I definitely also was not finding happiness. So I started to try to self-educate myself by reading the right books and listening to the right audio books. And in a nutshell, that kind of led me to listening to podcasts. And I said, this is a great medium with the free, on-demand, targeted content. Why not start my own show and find my own niche? And I did feel like there was a void um, because I wanted a daily show that was interviewing successful entrepreneurs. One did not exist. So I said, hey, mm -hmm. why not be that person that creates the show? And uh, you know, here I am, five years later, 1,700 episodes later, um, over 1.5 million listens per month later and uh, a multi-million dollar a year business. Well, that's, that had to start somewhere. I try to picture myself, John, sitting in an, in an office. I mean, was there a time when you said, okay, this is enough or a time when you realized there has to be more Oh, and yeah. how did that feel like? What is it? What is it different to wake up today than it was at that very morning? You know, the one the one simple word would be freedom. You know, I felt like my life up until EO Fire was not really a life of freedom. It was always doing things that were other people's agendas, whether it be you know the my 
my next level command in the army or my boss at work or, you know, my law school professors or, you know, even in real estate, like whatever, you know, my clients were my bosses. And I felt like that Mm -hmm. was the life that I lived uh, for better or for worse. And I just knew um, that I wanted a life that had more freedom in it. And so that was a big difference between my life, you know, before EO Fire and after EO Fire was that one word freedom, which has kind of been, you know, one of the touchstones of my life and mm-hmm. what I keep going back to. When you really dig down what people want, um, they want freedom. They want freedom to spend more time with their kids or to live where they want or to work on the projects that inspire them. It, it's freedom. How does, how does freedom feel for you? Freedom feels free, you know, to, to really sum it up in one word. I mean, it feels like I'm able to now create the content that I want to create on the schedule that I want to create and in the manner that I want to create it in. And it's exciting mm-hmm. to be able to, to approach a day like that, you know, waking up and not saying, wow, like these are the things I have to do instead of saying, hey, mm-hmm. these are the things that I want to do. And are there still mornings when you when you wake up and you feel like today you have to do the daily show because you put that pressure on yourself? No, there really aren't because I've set up such great systems and automations where two days a month <laughs> I'm recording all 30 interviews for the show and mm-hmm. those two days, the rest of the, of the month is me doing what I want to do. And so I get excited to have... 30 great conversations with inspiring entrepreneurs. And then the other 28, 29 days of the month, I'm doing things that I want to be doing. Okay. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a great uh, part of freedom. If you manage to do this. Um, and w- w- when you are working on a new project, I know that you have, you d- you're not only doing the podcast, I'm going to link through your other projects, especially the uh, freedom journal and the, Uh, mastery journal so everybody who's interested in that uh, can just click in the in the show notes um i have uh, i've had a look at those products they look they look really high professional so i think that you are not sitting around the other 28 days <laughs> in the month and i wonder what is your secret if there's a day where you are not highly highly focused and where you're not highly motivated What should our listeners or can our listeners copy from you to get focused on what matters most in their own life? You know, I think what's important that I've been able to do um, with my business is I've really been able to say, listen, I'm going to create free, valuable, and consistent content uh, via my podcast, EO Fire. Mm-hmm. And then through that, I'm going to build an audience that's um, gaining value from that. And then I'm going to actually ask that audience, what are you struggling with? And then I'm going to listen to their answers. And they're going to give me a lot of answers. And some of the answers, mm-hmm. I'm not going to want to take action on. But some of them, I'm going to say, wow, this is a common pain point that my listeners are having. How can I create the solution for them? And, and is this a solution that I would enjoy uh, creating? And if the answer to all those questions is yes, then I go off and I create that solution. And that's where the idea for the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal and Podcaster's Paradise and Webinar on Fire, like all of you know the great products and services and communities that I've created have come from that very simple process and allow me to only create what, number one, my audience really wants because that's important. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, what I want to create. So that combo has made a lot of my product and, and service and community launches very successful. 
So did I, did I understand you right that that the tip for the audience would be shut up for a while and listen what what there is out there and then just pick the one or the two top things that you really would like to do and then focus on those? Well, let me refine that a little bit. What I would say is create free, valuable, and consistent content. So that's not mm -hmm. shutting up, but that's actually creating something that you think is valuable through either podcasts or videos or the written word. Um, mm -hmm. And then ask your audience, what are you struggling with? Then you mm -hmm. shut up and you listen to what they're going to answer um, with. And then as you're compiling these responses, you're thinking to yourself, are these pain points presenting opportunities that I can create solutions for that I want to? And if you're not that excited about some of the solutions that you'd be creating, then skip over it. But the ones mm -hmm. that get you fired up, um, get excited about it and think about ways that you can create that solution. You know, a great example would be the Freedom Journal, where a lot of people are saying to me, John... Um, I'm struggling with goals. How do I set and accomplish goals? And that gave me the idea to create a tool that would guide people in setting and accomplishing their number one goal in 100 days. And that mm -hmm. turned out to be um, a launch that netted yeah. uh, $453,000 in 33 days. And to this day, continues yeah. um, to generate between $20,000 to $30,000 every single month from that one response. Which is a great number. What are you, what are you doing to um, guarantee the quality? Do you have a certain um, testing process for your products or are you just going with your own feeling? You know, I think it's very important to recognize that people will vote with their wallets. A lot of people will tell you one thing, yes. um, but then when it comes time, like, you know, they're like, oh, well, I didn't mean I wanted that. I meant that that was probably going to be a good idea. Yeah. Because, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of people yes. want to say, oh, that's a great idea. Or, yeah, that would be very helpful. Or, yeah, I would buy that hypothetically. People will vote with their wallet. So I love doing like early bird access by saying, okay, well, give me $20 then. And then when it, and when the Freedom Journal goes live for $40, um, you'll, get it for half price. And if people are like, yes. oh, well, uh, I'm like, oh, so you want this, but not enough to pay half price for it when it does come out. It's probably not a big enough pain point to, for me to spend my yeah. time creating. So, you know, prove the concept by having people vote with their wallet. Okay. Yeah. That's a perfect, um, perfect idea. I was wondering why you are doing a project in Kickstarter, um, because I thought that you could pre-finance them on your own, but I guess this is the perfect answer for this. Hey, there's one thing, John, that, one yeah. thing that even I can't afford, and that's my time back. So I'm not going to waste yeah. my time, which is my most valuable asset, creating something that people aren't going to actually want to invest money in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's you're perfectly right on this. And since we are talking about time, um, if if the two of us would meet in person 30 years from now, somewhere in the Caribbean, on an island, wherever, having another talk person in person and look back what we, the two of us did in the last 30 years. What is the one story that you want to tell me that day? I don't want to tell you about the ripple effect that I had about how I just didn't create a business that generated a lot of money, but I created a business that inspired people to take real action and that real action turned into inspiration for other people mm -hmm. um, from that initial point of inspiration, meaning that there was a third, fourth, fifth level of separation where I was able to inspire person X, 
that person X then created something because of that inspiration that inspired person Y and then went on so on and so forth down that chain reaction. And that ripple effect is something that I want to look back on 30 years and say, like, I had a lot of success creating ripple effects for people um, that have done a lot of positive impacts in this world. Yeah, thank thank you so much for that. John, this sentence you said um, in, I think, your online podcast show, No, no, the, it was a, a podcast about making a podcast, a podcasting series. And you said, if you reach only one single person, keep it up because that one person might talk to so many other person that you're basically able to change the world even if you have only one person who is truly listening to you. And that was the reason to get me started in the first place and not be uh, afraid of not enough listeners. So and I think if this is the one thing that somebody can... Well, take from this conversation, it would be great. I love that. And just think for everybody that's hearing our voices right now, that one sentence that I said in 2013 made such an impact that now you're hearing this podcast has been created because of that one sentence. So never you know, think that one person, one sentence, one X, one Y, one Z is not meaningful because it can be. Wow. What a line, I would say, to end today's episode since we are running out of time John thank you so much for your time thank you so much for your inspiration keep up the good work and you my dear listener keep in mind one sentence can change the world until then take care thanks for talking take care and goodbye